50% goes towards your expenses, 30% goes towards your needs, 10% goes towards charity, 10% goes towards emergency, 20% goes towards like investments. Yeah, something like that. I had saved $7,000 one month. Oh, and then what happened? Then I had put it in the bank. Then we was outside. Yeah, it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, your business sucks, and you'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. Mm. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman? Or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like... My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. All right, Bakari, what's up? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why? Yo, you are having a ball yeah. right now. I love yes, your personality. I, I really do. Thank you. You watched the hot seat, right? Mm-hmm. What made you apply? Because I know that I need help. And I figure out that That's I figured real. it. And grill my business so I can figure out what I need to see or what I don't, you know? Because sometimes yeah. somebody else hearing and looking in can tell you a different. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. So, what is your business? I am a fashion designer. So, I make luxury gowns, like prom gowns mm. and special occasion wear for the most part. And I saw your page is really, really good. Thank you. It's really, really good. Thank you. How old are you? I am 31. 31. How long have you been doing it? For six years, since 2017. Oh, nice. Okay. Good, good, good. And what were you doing before that? Mm, Chilling. What do you mean? Like, before, so before that, I just was like, I just was vibing. That's really what I was doing. I had had my baby, so I just was chilling and. Rich baby dad? mm Mm-mm, but I had a nice boyfriend. Oh, rich boyfriend. Something like that. He was. He was what? He was. <laughs> I was able to live. <laughs> <What>? without working. <laughs> okay, he was able to live without working. Mm-hmm. Then that was over with. Mm-hmm. Before that, I did work in healthcare. Okay. Like I wanted to be. A, I wanted to be a doctor. I don't like to go to school. So then I wanted to be a nurse. But then I didn't want to do that. I just knew I wanted to be a fashion designer. Do you date rich? I date rich. I try to, but <laughs> that's my vibe. I, I ain't mad at that. Love. I feel like if I find love and they're not there yet, I feel like because I'm not this humongously rich person that I can't be like, oh, you're not rich, so I can't love you, you know? So I feel like. I mean, some people are like that because mm, some people are, but. they plan on not being rich and they're like, yo, I want to live this lifestyle still. Because being an entrepreneur is hard. It is. Very ghetto. <laughs> Ain't it? Think about it. Like, who want to do all that? Shoot. <laughs> so, you, are you dating now? Mm, kind of. Is he rich? Mm-mm. Light bag. He is... He lives a cute life. He yeah. pays for every date? Mm-hmm. I haven't paid for... I don't pay for dates. I haven't paid for a date. Okay. If he was like, yo, let's go to Miami, he'll take you. I feel like it. Okay. All right. Cool. How long have you been dating? 
Mm, we have been. Mm, we started in like May. We started. Three months? Like, Think it's serious? He ain't got enough. <laughs> he ain't got enough. <laughs> he cute and all, but. I really like him, though. I really, I really like him. I yeah. really, I really like him. Yeah, and I good. really like the way he treats me. So yeah. I, I pay attention to that. Like yeah. I, he works and he does his thing, and I like love a side the way business. he. Well, he works. I really appreciate how he treats me. Mm, so good. I have dated men that has lots of money and they don't treat me well. Yeah. I don't feel like, you know, I don't good. feel like I'm being taken care of. Good. Yeah, okay. So. But you be inspiring, motivating. I'm like, yo, baby, you need to start a little side me. hustle or something. <laughs> me, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I do. Just, just I'm like, <laughs> anytime for a promotion, you know, I be trying. <laughs> 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 I be trying to, you know, what's been is here. Yeah, you are hilarious. Okay, so your business is you make evening wear, mm-hmm, basically. Yeah, like prom dresses, mm-hmm. wedding dresses. I don't really dabble into wedding. Mm-hmm. Very stressful. So gotcha. That's not really my thing. So I'm really the prom. I call myself the prom boss. Gotcha. Because prom, prom boss. Is, yeah, prom is really my thing. Okay. And how much do you charge? So I have a showroom in Atlanta downtown. So I have dresses that started like four ninety nine that are already made. You know, to like that seven ninety nine that are already made. So I have dresses that are already made, and then for me to make something, I start about twelve hundred. Hold on. So you have okay. Can you turn the air on a little bit? A little bit, not to where it's cold, freezing, but a little bit. Okay, cool. You can go this way. It's cool. Um. So you find dresses, maybe what wholesale. Mm-hmm. I host, yeah, I buy wholesale dresses too. You buy buy them for four hundred, sell them for five hundred. Mm, I like might that. buy them for like seventy nine and sell them for like four ninety nine, five ninety nine. Go crazy! Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Okay, okay. And well, I would imagine that the challenge is once prom season's over, where's the money, right? Exactly. So what do you do? Nothing. At all. So. <laughs> Yeah, because I be really stressed out. Like, so I be on go from January 1st all the way to like May 30th or whatever the last day. So I after see. May, my that's one of my big problems is I have burnt myself completely out where I don't want to see a dress. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. But I do that for like two, three months. And then now it's like all the money that I have saved for myself or, you know, acquired for myself. I'm using that to take care of my lifestyle that I live. And then... You have a job? Mm-mm. This is my only thing. I so do. just full time. So kind of like taxes, like in the tax season, people will like make all their money in a few months mm-hmm. and then they're good for the rest of the year. Exactly. So what do you make throughout the, from January to, you said May? Um, <clears throat> so I know it's six figures. This year, I ain't even gonna lie. I did not, I don't know what I made this year. You don't know what you made this year? Mm-mm. I don't know what my store made. I wasn't able to really focus on my store because I took customs, which is something that I'm stopping. Like, I can't do that anymore because I realized that I can't scale my business how I want to and work in my business and take direct customers. You have a store. Mm-hmm. I have a showroom. A showroom, all prom dresses. Mm-hmm. And then little girl comes in with her mom and she's like, oh, I want this one. Mm-hmm. And that's open all year round. Mm-hmm. 
But I have other stuff too, like bridesmaids dresses. I have like other vibes you just don't, too. I thought you said you don't do wedding. Oh, you don't do the wedding dress, but yeah. bridesmaid situation. Yeah, like or if you're going to a wedding or if you're going to a special event. So you know. And you say you don't know how much your store made. Mm-mm. How is that the case? I don't know because I was supposed to look before I came. Do you have a POS system? I do. But that's, okay, so that's another thing. So I have a POS system. I also still take Cash App. I also still take Zelle, and I take cash. And one thing I didn't You work with strippers in. a lot? Mm-mm. No, I don't. Right? No, for real, because they be having cash, and it's hard no, to. No, people ma- just be having cash still. Don't people be. People be having a lot of cash. People don't be having cash. People be having. In my business. What type of people? The people that's coming to buy these dresses. They be having lots of cash, because I, I get a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. I still get a whole lot of cash doing prom season. You still get a whole lot of cash. Mm-hmm. It's about to be twenty twenty four. Yep, and I don't know where they be getting it from. You know where they be getting it from. <laughs> <laughs> you know where they be getting it from. But okay. yeah, they be having a lot of. Energy. So they'll just give you cash, and you just take the cash, and mm-hmm. you're so. Out. This year, I wasn't able to keep up with a lot of that too because I had people working in my store, but I was on the other. side. Oh, they were stealing. No, they wasn't. A hundred percent. No, they wasn't. So I'm telling you. Yo, everything if you had a, other, every, so everything has a receipt, and if you do Zelle or Cash App or anything like that, she it has to come to me. So she has to confirm that I got the money before she sell the dress. <laughs> it's a complicated situation. But if you're not there and they mm-hmm. sell a dress, but and I, yo, we I sold am this there. dress I'm just on the other side. We sold this dress. They only had four hundred. We normally sell for five. We don't do that. If you don't got that five hundred, then come back tomorrow. Never when you got it. Mm-mm. They still. I tried. Here's that. how I know. They steal it. Oh, my God. How? Because if you don't know how much money you made, you don't know your inventory. So somebody could have bought a dress, gave the 500 cash because you get a lot of cash. They give your employee the money. They walk out. Nobody knows it because they know that you don't know. Well, and you'll walk around like I thought we had this one dress. And it's no, just. No, that's never happened. It always happens. She was, I'm it's, telling you. It's like you, my little sister. She's stealing. No, she. She's very trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could get her back. Everybody that steals mm-hmm. seems trustworthy. <laughs> I got to call her. That's how you get got. I'm calling her today. Call her. Hey, you ever stole <laughs> a little bit? You ever took a couple dollars off any of these dresses? She took a couple dollars, I'm telling you. I'm going to ask her. Yep. Oh, oh, especially at the end of the day. <laughs> so if the dress is 500, they're like, yo. Give me 320. No, we're not doing that. You not doing that. She ain't doing that either. She okay. She she can't do that. You ain't got no cameras, do you? <laughs> I don't. No, I know. No, but I'm putting something up for this season though. I'm putting one right above the cash register and I'm putting it in right at the door. And you don't have no inventory count. Mm-mm. So you don't know I what do you got. A, I do got a list. Somewhere. Somewhere. Look, man, I, I see y'all enjoying the episode, but entrepreneurship is tough, as you can see. Um, but if you want to make more money, get more information, and, uh, and really have more support, you need a community, okay? Morning Meetup is a community that I've started six years ago, where every single morning, I'm talking to a group of entrepreneurs, 
giving them more information, giving them support and teaching them how to make more money, how to grow their business. Okay. We have a book club that you need to be a part of. We have meetups that you need to be a part of. The missing link is connection to not only a coach, but a community. Okay. You don't have to join every single morning. Okay. But if you wake up this morning, you know that we are there Monday through Friday, eight o'clock Eastern standard time. Okay. Join our book club. Uh, you don't have to speak. You could be quiet. You don't have to have your camera on, but the more you're on, you want people to see your face. Uh, and connect with us, okay? The morning meetup will get you more money, more information, and more support this year, 2024, okay? So it's only $497 for the entire year. That's 250 calls with the community teaching you how to do this thing called entrepreneurship, okay? So if this, if this interview resonates with you at any point and you say, yo, you know what? The way he's talking to him or the way he's talking to her, I need him to talk to me like that. Well, join us every single morning. And quiet is kept. Most of the people that are on the hot seat come from the Morning Meetup community. You all get priority, all right? So go to themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. Yep, people still. <laughs> all right, so throughout the year, you have bridesmaids dresses, prom oh, dresses. Birthday. And you have no idea because you don't have a system of where they're putting inputting the money into a POS So system. now that's... So we started implementing that like in the middle of the season. Right. So I did account for about 60. I think when I looked, it was like 65,000. I did account for that. But that doesn't count for like Cash App and Zelle and um, Cash. So I want you to get out of the ghetto. I know. And the ghetto isn't the the environment you're in. Mm -hmm. The way you're running your business is the ghetto. (laughs) <laughs> just give me cash give me cash <laughs> rub me some cash out. rub me a PayPal you gotta run a business like a business now exactly. I'm not saying I don't take cash mm-hmm. if it's like a specialty situation that I'm doing I'm like all right, like if somebody wants to do a consultation give me the 2000 I'm done it's, it's all good I'll mm-hmm. take my wife out to eat so that's cool but the rest of the businesses run like a business through the POS system and you got if you're gonna if you're gonna expand, mm-hmm. you have to do this. And based on this conversation, what I really know about you is you don't know where your money's going. I don't, and I just started working on a budget at the beginning of December. You should have more money, right? I should have way more. And you don't know money. where it's at. Mm-mm. You're like, yo, where are my money going? Why like, I keep going broke? Why I keep going broke? I exactly. Make too much money. I really. My business generates too much money for me to end up broke by the end of the year. Yes, because what you don't monitor slips away. Mm-hmm. There are holes in the boat. And if your business is operative like this, one, I know you're behind on taxes for sure. Two, two, am I? <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't say Two, personal, personal finances mm-hmm. are all over the place too. Mm-hmm. And what I know is happening is when you need some money, <laughs> <laughs> you go right in that little drawer. We can't do that. Yeah, I, I'll be taking from Bakari. This is what I want you to do, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to put yourself on a payroll from the company. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to connect you with my, my lady from ADT, ADP, ADP. And you'll, you'll pay yourself a certain amount of money. You think that you make all the money that you make, and that's not the case. 
Me personally, I make $10,000 a month. Mm -hmm. I used to make a whole lot more because my business money would come into my account and I tell people, yo, I'm a millionaire. I make millions. I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> and I just can never find, I, I just never had no money. I made a lot of money. I just never had any money. And I'm not seeing the account grow because when the account grows, I take out because I got, I see a lot there. Mm -hmm. If I see it, I spend it. So that's why my strategy now is once I get influxes of money, I take money and I buy real estate. I'm going to buy some, some stock or something because I don't want to see the amount. I can't see a high amount. If I see a high amount, I think I have a lot of, of money and then I manufacture needs in my head. So now I pay myself $10,000 a month. And sometimes, Bakari, mm -hmm. I ain't got it. My friends be like, yo, my, my best friend's birthday is today. One of my, I have two best friends. Her birthday is today. And our other friend, our other friend was like, yo, we about to invite all the people to this restaurant and we about to put a credit card down. We need to put a credit card down. What's your card number? I said, why do I automatically have to put my card down? <laughs> and I said, it depends on how many people's gonna be there. I'm giving you this card or not. She's like, oh, maybe they can get 12 people. I said, oh, no. People going to be drinking and my card is on file? The reason they do that is because last year, year before that, mm -hmm. I got all this money and I just spend. I got no problem. $1,000 on dinner or $1,500 on dinner is nothing compared to what I see in my account. But now I'm looking at my personal account. And I ain't got it. So I want you to have this experience of not having money and being like having money in a business, but feeling broke saying, yo, I can't do it right now because there's no money in my personal account. I don't want you to be broke. Mm -hmm. You're doing well as a business owner, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we don't know if you're doing well because you don't know right. your numbers. I feel like I feel like I, I do do well, but I do need to learn this budgeting system and I, I do need to pay myself mm -hmm. um, so I can separate my money from the business money because I do be like, if I ain't got it, I still got it. You still got it, for sure. <laughs> Are you paying with cash? I'm taking that cash. I'm not ringing it in the register. I'm putting it in my purse because we're going out tonight. Okay, I'm putting it in my jar. That's why I got, I got jars. How long you been running a business? So I started in 2017. But now I'm like, I feel like the past couple years now, I feel like I run, I want to run it like a business because yeah. I was, I started doing it so I could make some money. Like yeah. I started doing it because I saw somebody doing it and I knew I wanted to be a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I can make some money. So if I sell this many dresses, I make this much money. I sell a dress, make some money. How much is your rent your, um, uh, at the space? It's 1400 1400 That's not bad. You got a car note? Mm -hmm. How much is that? 600 600 So you're 2000 you pay your own rent? Mm-hmm. How much? It's like 2400 24 so we're at 4400 mm -hmm. And you got a child. Mm-hmm. We just put endless money on that because they just eat all the time, don't they? God. It's crazy. Why is she always hungry? So we're at 4400 so far. Do you, know, you don't know what your household bills are. It's like, so my monthly bill is like 60, 68, 65, 68. Including the business. Including like everything. Yeah, like right. Like the business stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not including miscellaneous gas, eating, stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's including, like, everything. 
Not Food including not including like me getting inventory and stuff like that. But in like all my all my bills and stuff together. Mm-hmm. How much you think you make a month? It varies. So this month I'm like at eight thousand. Is that good or bad? That's very bad. I need to make at least ten thousand a month. I, I need to make at least ten thousand a month so I can feel so I can feel like I, I can breathe. Okay. That's probably not enough, though. Mm-mm. So if your bills are, let's say, 7000 because there's some, there's some stuff in there missing, right, mm-hmm. and the food varies just for round numbers. If, you're, if it costs you $7,000 every single month to live mm-hmm. and you make $10,000, which is saying, oh, that's good, there's a $3,000 profit in there, or so you think. Mm-hmm. The $6,800 depends on how many dresses you sold. Right, so how many dresses are sold to make the sixty eight hundred dollars? Let's say. Let's say like. How much does it cost you? How much does it cost me to make a dress? Yeah. Um, between like a hundred and eleven to like a hundred and fifty. Sometimes it could be more if it's like an extravagant mm-hmm. gown, but generally. That's like, how much it costs you to make. Mm-hmm. $150. If I, if I, when I have, so sometimes I have seamstresses, like during yeah. the busy season, it costs me about 250 because then I have to add in not just the materials they pay, they pay right. to. And you sell the dress for how much? Between like 1200 1100 Okay. So let's say it's $1,100, $1,200, mm-hmm. and it costs you 250 That means you're at about a 20, let's just round up. Um, let's just round to 25%, 25% profit margin. I mean, not profit margin, but expenses. Okay. So if you make $10,000 a month, it costs you $2,500 to make that $10,000. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So if you sell $10,000 worth of merchandise, it costs you $2,500 to make it. Right. So that's, that's not profit. That's uh, the $2,500 is inventory costs. So if I make $8,000, I really made... Six something because Correct. I had to take away the cost to make the things. Correct. Okay. But let's just go with the the ten thousand high end. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollars it costs you twenty five hundred. If your expenses are seven thousand, we still have to tack on the twenty five hundred dollars, which means you are profiting five hundred dollars a month. Because that twenty five hundred that's in that ten thousand, that's that's not profit. Right. That's expense. So you had, for you to like survive, you have to make $10,000 a month. But seeing as that's your goal right now, what I understand is if you make 8,000, you are in the negative this month. Mm -hmm. Real bad. It's not good. It's not. So you're like, yo, I know I make money, but I don't have any, but do you really? We don't make as much money as we think. Mm-hmm. And the only reason this is so is because we haven't tracked it. But as a business owner, we got to start tracking it. Because now you can see, okay, well, I thought I had a lot of profit margin on these dresses. I need to figure out a way to get them a little bit cheaper. Or this seamstress is costing me too much. I need to find a cheaper seamstress. Or you might have to change your whole business model to make it make sense so you can make some money. And you're working long hours to profit $500 a month 
on a good month. Well, on, no, not on a good month. On a good month, I be it be like fifty thousand, thirty five thousand. Like I, I be go crazy. It be it be it be really good on the, okay. during January from January to like I said May. Like I have really big five figure months. But then mm. after May. And then we got June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So money. Yeah. And you know I didn't work for three months because I'm tired. Yeah. And now, you know what's cool? Now that we are starting to look at the numbers, we might say we are closed from June to December. Mm-hmm. We're only open January because there's no sense in paying only, I'm employees. I'm only appointment open. Say I'm, it again? Only, I'm only appointment only after prom season because okay. – it's not like an influx of people. So yeah. if you need to see me, if you need to come by, then you have to book an appointment. But you wouldn't even need to see anybody because it's a failing business in those months. Huh? I still need to see somebody. You said what? Okay, it's appointment only right now, you're saying? Yeah, right now. Okay. Appointment only, the mm-hmm. way you're operating it, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. You made $8,000 this month. Mm-hmm. But you're, based on these numbers, you're losing money by being appointment only. So I should just be open. You should be closed. Oh, period. Unless we figure out another way to make some then more I'll money. Be making, then I'll be losing even more money because I'm closed now. Oh, but so to make more money. So I do have courses now. So I'm building my course. I have a master class that I sell for $1,000, which that's been doing okay. Um, I and Then I have like I sell the courses that's inside the master class. So the master class is everything. And then I sell like the tutorials. Just make a little bit. Like, just make it. Because that's hot, yes. And then I make the then I have the tutorials that they can buy separately. I sell glue, like my own fabric glue, um, and I sell patterns. So I feel like this 2024, once prom season over, I can really focus on my digital products and I can focus on like all these things that I'm putting together right now Good. to make up for that money because I still got to make a, I, like you know my expenses are still yeah, high. I still absolutely, make a lot of money. So if if I were you, based on the numbers that you're telling me, mm-hmm. I'm open January to May, and I'm closed June to December. But that June to December, I'm a digital marketer. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's it. Yeah, I'm not making more dresses because it's a losing battle. And and I saw your your videos. You're making them joints, like mm-hmm. putting the little jewels on there. Mm-hmm. You are working for less than minimum wage right now. So I shouldn't. Uh, so I shouldn't make dresses after. I'm just looking at the numbers. Unless we create another way or we raising the prices. Yeah, so I Yo, a custom dress is twelve hundred dollars? Yeah. So I see I feel like I have been raising my prices because now that I sell the dresses in the showroom for twelve hundred, it's like so if you want me to make it personally for you, then I have to obviously charge more. So my prom gowns that are custom, it range from like twelve hundred, mm-hmm. but it could still be like eighteen hundred or twenty two hundred, depending on like what you how you want your dress to be. The more whatever they want to they dress, the more it costs. That's just like you know, that's just like the base cost yeah. of a dress. What's the difference between a twelve hundred dollar mm-hmm. prom dress and a four thousand dollar prom dress? Um, I could make a $1,200 prom dress in three hours. Mm-hmm. And then that dress that costs more, the material's probably more expensive, and it's going to take me way longer to make the dress. Why? Because that dress, that $1,200 dress is very simple. Did you make that jacket? Yeah. <laughs> 
this is what I really want to do though, for real. Right. Like this is this right here is what I really, really, really want to do. But I guess this is the gift jacket that God had gave me is to make gowns and that stuff. That jacket hard. You feel me? I'm How much would you sell that for? I don't know. I was thinking about a price, but I couldn't come up with nothing. I don't know. Give me an idea. Like, what do you think? How long did it take you? A long time. It took me a while. It took me some hours. I stayed up to like six o'clock this morning making this dress. Really? I mean, making this jacket. Mm-hmm. You just made. That's fresh. Mm-hmm. I just made it. How? How long? Like just. Um. Uh, let's say it took like four, four or five hours. Four or five hours. That's not a long time. That is a long time. Is it? It felt like a long time. All right. So how much did you sell it for? Took you four or five hours. Um, I don't know, three fifty, four. Three fifty. What's the difference between that and if that same jacket had a Louis Vuitton tag on the inside? Mm-hmm. How much would a Louis? How much would that be? Probably like thirty five. Thirty five hundred, yeah. easy. Thirty five for real. You charge three fifty. Louis charges thirty five hundred, and guess what? They paid someone like you to make that joint. <laughs> So the difference between a $1,200 dress mm-hmm. and a $4,000 dress is the price tag. Did you see that commercial? It was, it was like a, a news article where you've been to Payless, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, I saw that. And they had made the it luxury, but it was Payless. same shoes, luxury. And people was eating it up for them luxury prices, for them $29.99. Yeah. So would you feel comfortable... If you went from twelve hundred dollars to three thousand dollars, but half the people that normally buy from you, they're like, "Oh no, I'm out. I can't do this." How would you feel? It's too expensive. I feel like if it was better quality, because mm-hmm. these twelve hundred dollar dresses is spandex and around and and diamond and a diamond panel. Like yeah. I feel like if it was better quality, then I yes, for sure. Yeah, but, but I I'm saying people bad. are gonna leave because yeah, it's normally twelve hundred. Now you're charging three thousand. Well, I used to charge there. like five hundred dollars to make a dress when I first started. I didn't. I was yeah. like charging four or something, five something. So like I do yeah. keep raising my price up. But if you go from twelve to three thousand, and even if half the people leave, you'll do half the work and make, make more, more money. money. Isn't that cool? It is. You do less work, make more money, bigger profit. More time to spend with your boyfriend. Because <laughs> he treats you right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I'm just saying, like, we have to... But for the same dress... What's up, podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. 
Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal though for the same exact thing pay less yeah you're right yo i got some um i got some louis vuitton sweatpants mm-hmm and it is good quality. But. And them sweatpants was like $1,000. Man, I went to a Nike store. These joints were 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. They feel about the same. The, the quality is a little better, but it ain't that much better. So let's say they call, they chart, they cost um, to make these. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Nike. So these might cost $3 to make. Louis Vuitton for the same sweatpants with the better quality, it might cost six dollars to make. So to double the cost to make it, which isn't much, mm-hmm. but the the price ten x's, twenty x's. But I want you to see it like that. But the only reason we can even have this conversation is because now we're paying attention to the numbers, right? And that's the only thing you haven't done. You have an amazing talent. You have a great personality. You're really good at it. But 
now we got to start taking it seriously and say, yo, I am going to be Alexander McQueen or I'm going to be one of Bakari. these. I'm going to be Bakari. Big Bakari, though. You little Bakari. Yeah, You little Bakari. You're going to be that deal. Mm-hmm. But now we got to take our, our craft hat off because you're good at the craft. Mm-hmm. We got to take our creative hat off and put on our business hat. Exactly. Say, I'm about to be a boss. You playing right now. And you have a great talent. That's why it's, it's so disheartening to see people with great talent just playing around with the talent because you can be a multi-billion dollar company. I believe it. Okay, what are we going to do about it? First, we're going to raise them prices. Raise them prices, yes. What else? And we're going to stop taking cash app and Zell. Stop taking cash app and Zell, for sure. Even though it's the easiest or, way. And Zell isn't bad because it can go into your business account. Mm-hmm. Well, it can. Yeah. My business account won't let me uh, set up a Zell. You got the wrong business account. Maybe federal. Go talk to them. Maybe you just have the wrong setup. Hmm. Okay. Because I got my business account. Take Zelle. Hmm. And it goes into the account, and it's connected to QuickBooks, and QuickBooks sees when it comes in, and my account says, hey, what is this for? I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so bought. We're good. Okay. But we got to stop taking cash because I don't trust you that it's going to make it to the bank. Most of it do, though. No, it don't. Mm-hmm, most of it. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> most of it. Some of it. Most of it. So half of it. <laughs> most of it. I only... So if I keep cash, I'm only going to keep like a small percentage of it. Because like my, my little jars is like 20%, 10%, 10%, 10%, like 20, 30, 10, 10, 10 or something like that. 20, 30, 50. That's 100%. Yeah, but I don't put all the money in the jars. I'm just saying like I just take like a little piece and then, you know, and put the rest. <laughs> How much do you? In the bag. How much? So, like, if I got $1,000, I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to put 10% in my emergency jar. So, I'm going to take that $100, I'm going to put it in the jar, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to take the rest of the money and just put it in my purse and put it in the bank and then I think about it. You ain't never... And maybe this is me projecting my irresponsibility on you. Mm-hmm. You're saying that after work, every day, you make it straight to the bank? No, no, not every single day. So, have you ever been in a situation where you got a bunch of cash in your purse? Mm-hmm. You couldn't go to the bank, but you got it... And you put it up a little bit. You take some because you need some cash because you're going out. And you just go outside. And then it's closed on the weekends. Mm. No, I don't really do that. So when at mm. first I used to because I used to like have so much cash. And I, I just never had that much cash. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got this, all this cash. Yes. So I used to yes. walk around with a whole bunch of cash. And I used to do it then. But now... So I, I feel like I have like little small disciplines. Like I don't have it all the way together, yeah. but I do have like little small disciplines and I do understand like, okay, this is my business money and this is my money. Now I still might go over there cause it's all connected, <laughs> but I, I feel like I have some little, you know, some little disciplines. Got you. You have a business account and a personal account. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, do you only, and I'm only, again, this is me projecting, I used to, when it was time to pay rent, mm-hmm. I would just take the amount of my rent and take it from my business account, put it in my personal account, and my personal account pays the rent. Mm, I do that a lot. Yeah. Like when it comes to pay my bills. Yeah, pay your car note. It's like, oh, I ain't got nothing in my personal. Let me just take some from my business, put it in here. And we still have an account for like the people that be stealing from you. 
So there is a no cash policy. No cash. Because people steal it. Okay. But also, there definitely needs to be an inventory system so you know mm -hmm. there's a count. This is how many we have today. And by the end of it, we need a count to make sure we have that, the, it, it balances. Okay. How long the girl been working for you? Well, I don't have anybody working for me right now. Mm -hmm. Who at the shop now? Oh, it's appointment only? Nobody, yeah. Okay. I didn't have any appointments today. Good. Good. All right. Well, we'll cut down from the stealing next year. Because they were stealing. No, she wasn't. She was such a good person. <laughs> she was a good girl. Yep. I'm going to call her, though. <laughs> I'm going to ask her. And she'll be like, no, I wasn't stealing. And then Macari going to hang up like, I knew she wasn't stealing. <laughs> she was stealing. <laughs> she can't wait to work next season. <laughs> She can't wait. So we're going to cut down on all that. You'll have bigger mm -hmm. profit margins, raise your prices, start running like a business, mm -hmm. and eventually... Pay, attention to my, pay more attention to my numbers. Pay attention to the numbers, yes. Mm -hmm. Any other questions you got for me? Um, yes. So how, do I, so how do I go about budgeting? Like, how do you budget? What's your jars for? Well, I had read this little thing that was <laughs> it's called the five Jewish jars. Get you some jars. Like, you know, I'm going to get them jars. What do the jars do? So at first they helped me save money. Mm -hmm. So like, like I said, when I would get my money, it's like 50, it's like, yeah, 50, 30, 20, 10, 10 or something like that. 50% goes towards your expenses. 30% um, goes towards, uh, like, I think your needs, 10% goes towards charity, 10% goes towards emergency, um, and 20% goes towards, like, investments. Mm. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I did a good job. I had saved $7,000 one month. Oh, that's lit. And, and, what, I, and then what happened? Then I had put it in the bank. Then we was outside. It was gone. <laughs> 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 Yo, there's, there's no reason of saving money if it's just going to be up again mm -hmm. so this is a formula that uh, I adopt especially when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory I have cash and stuff like that mm -hmm. where I never wanted to spend more than 70% of my income so 70% of the money that I made was for me lifestyle, bills, food, all that kind of stuff 10% I would tie, 10% I would save 10% I would invest for capital. This is talking to somebody who has a job. So the 10% that I tithe, that's gone. Mm -hmm. I make $100, 10% goes in that little envelope at church, give that away, no problem. The other 10 uh, is investment for capital. I mean, it's, it's, it's called capital, meaning I'm using this to invest into something. Mm -hmm. So if I need a camera or something like that, Every time I make $1,000, I put $100 in there because that's 10%. And once I have enough $100 in there to buy the camera, I take that money and I buy the camera. Okay. The third jar, I save for a rainy day because it always rains. So, but I never, ever touch that, mm -hmm. even if it rains. Hmm. So what do you do when it rains? Let me ask you a question. When it rains, if you didn't have that jar, what would you do? Use the money you already got, I guess. You'd figure it out. Mm -hmm. 
So I try to act like that money doesn't exist. Because one day, one day, I'm going to need something and or it's going to be like a huge investment opportunity. And I'm going to realize, yo, I got $40,000 over there. Or I got $10,000 or I got $5,000 over there. Or something tragic happens. I've got this. I saved that just to have a cushion. Primarily because I didn't want to be a part of the 70% of Americans that didn't have $1,000 saved. I don't want to do that. But now, let's move forward a little more advanced. Mm -hmm. So I have an app called Acorns, and I give my affiliate. I give all my affiliate, too. It's really, really dope. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof. netsuite.com slash social proof. So I've set up a system where I steal from myself. Mm-hmm. Because there are leaks in our finances. Every time we go buy Starbucks, it's just like, it's like little holes in our boat. Mm-hmm. Like it's little areas of money that just get spent. But it gets spent because we see it in the account. Even if your business account, which is all mixed together right now, if that account is low and your girls say, yo, let's go to Miami, let's go hang out. If it's low, you're like, eh, I ain't going. But if it's more, you're like, oh, okay, I'll go. But I keep, stealing from myself because I don't want to see the large amount. So I set up this app called Acorns. Acorns, every time I swipe a card, it rounds up to the nearest dollar. So if I spend $2.39, it'd take 61 cents and put it in in the stock market. Every time I swipe my card, it goes there. Any card that I have. Also, I have my, um, I actually have a, uh, I think it's like $10 a day. Actually, I'll just show you. I'll show you real quick. It's Acorn's really cool. Acorn's really good, though. The, the 69 I, cents be adding up. I love it. Okay. I'm, I'm about to show you. Okay. I'm about to show you my Acorns account. I never dumped a whole bunch of money in here. So look at this Acorns account. Look how much is in there. Hmm. 31000 right? But I started, I started, uh, when did I start? I started, when was this? I wonder if it's, one of these will show me. One of these will show me. But it says, at the age of 83, I have $1.39 million in this account, right? But, so look at the top, what do those top two say? Let's say it in the mic. Your potential? No, no, at the, at the very bottom. Okay. Say it in the microphone, make sure you. Recurring ten dollars every day, yep. and then your roundups are on. Yeah, recurring ten dollars every day. So, so every day it takes ten dollars. Every day it takes ten dollars out of my account and puts it into the stock market. And it has like I think it's ETFs, which are uh, pretty much the the top performing stocks in the country. They kind of ball them up into okay. like one, and you're like, yo, you could put money when you're invested in all of them. So I put ten dollars every single day recurring into my account. And I also have Roundup on. Also, I earn bonus investment by, like, when I swipe my card at Macy's or eBay or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, hold on, let me see. So, yeah, dang. They just paid a dividend of $150, which is, like, investment. Anyway, so that's one thing. It all goes into the stock market. So it's like a savings account. Mm-hmm. I don't miss this money. You know what I mean? You spend $10 a day and you have no idea where it goes. At least. Like, you think about it. Adding shrimp to pasta is like $7 these days. Sometimes it's like $10 and $12. You feel me? But we just do it. Oh, $10, no problem. I'm stealing from myself in that regard because I don't don't, don't see the money going. Mm -hmm. It's just I got it, so I spend it. But I'd rather there be a leak in my account but it's going to an investment. Also, in my bank account, I have uh, I have like fifteen percent. So I pay myself uh, I pay myself 
I'm $10,000 a month, which is $5,000 every two weeks, which actually comes out to like $4,000 because I pay taxes on the money I pay myself. But money, I, I, 15% of anything that's deposited in that account goes into my savings account. So I set up all these different ways to prevent me from seeing an amount of money. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I do, a couple of the things that I do. Okay. But you need to start with having a targeted like goal. I want to have a savings goal and I'm going to save a percentage of everything that comes in and put it over there because I'm not going to miss it. Savings, something for a capital. You might, there might be a business that's going out of sale and a prime business is going out of sale or something like that. And they're like, yo, I'm about to sell this whole business for 30,000. You're like, Ooh, you got the inventory. You got the, all that, that, that capital account. In two years or so, whatever it is. So you can take your money out whenever you feel like you need to? Well, that that 10%. Remember, I said 10% I tied, 10% mm-hmm. I saved, 10% is for capital. Oh, right, right, right. It's for investments. So that when an opportunity comes up, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be ready. And these things come up all the time. Mm-hmm. But you got to have the money. They're like, yo, we, about, we selling everything. There's $100,000 worth of uh, um, product in here. Just give us thirty thousand. We out. You like yo? I got twenty cash. Now we got a hundred thousand dollars worth of product for twenty thousand dollars because I started this process two years ago and now I have the money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Let's get wealthy, okay? Yes. All right. Good job. Okay. Thank you. You did. All right. Stick it right. See. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're gonna like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. It's time to stop running your business like a hustler, like just somebody that's trying to go get some money and run your business like an actual business owner. You know how that happens? Your business hires you. Even though you started the business, the business hires you and you put yourself on payroll. And that business has payroll for other people. Now, those other people might be your spouse. It could be your kids. I pay my daughter $12,000 a year because that $12,000 that I pay my child isn't taxed. So that money is either going to go to your child or it's going to go to the government. You decide. I'd rather keep it in my house. My wife is on payroll. You need to run your business like a business owner. Most of you are taking money from your business and you take that money and you pay your house loan. You pay your rent. You pay your car. For one, that kind of stuff will land you in jail. But two, you want to grow and lay a strong foundation for your business to grow on, okay? So go to adp.com forward slash social proof. When I signed up for ADP to get this process going, I had to pay $250 for administration, setup fee, all these costs. I talked to my ADP sales rep and they said they will waive it for you if you go to adp.com forward slash social proof, meaning you can start this process for free. Absolutely free. No catches, no hooks. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. Now is the time to run your business like an actual business owner. I am on ADP. I do the same thing and it helps my books by tax time. I'm not behind. I'm not trying to get everything because in the process of them making the payroll, they take out the taxes, they structure everything. And at the end of the year, voila, you give that information to your CPA. Okay. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. One more time, adp.com forward slash social proof. Set it up for free. Let's go.